Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Hello. Yes, back at it. Yep. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a a pretty unique brewery in terms of uh, where they're at and what they're up to. Uh, Evil Twin Brewing out of New York City, which yeah. I'll put in finger quotes because Lauren kind of gave me a little info about them, and it sounds like they're kind of all over the place, which is exciting. Yeah, and a lot of I would say a vast majority of their beers are actually collabs with other breweries. Oh, so okay. The first one we're gonna drink is Evil Twin and Dead Rabbit, okay, uh, which is another New York based, I be- believe, brewery. The next beer we're gonna drink is also a collab. Um, so a okay. l- they're big on collaborations, which I'll explain. But let's start with Sheridan's Stout, which is a coffee Irish coffee stout. So. Give it a shot. I'm not going to lie. I could use a little bit of coffee right All now, right. but I got you. not this coffee. Well, <laughs> you got Ooh, me. That is dark. Yeah, man. I hope so. I mean, I, I could brew a pot, a, but yeah. a jolt, that would be Holy great. Holy cow. That is some opaque beer. That is very dark. It smells like a coffee stout, though. That is what I like to hear. That's, wow. Right? Look at that beer. Pours like coffee. <laughs> it is dark. Holy cow, it does smell like coffee. <laughs> it smells like coffee. <laughs> Man, I hope this tastes as good as it smells. Mm. I'm really, it's very hyped up now. I haven't even tasted it. Oh, that's tasty. Oh, yes. <laughs> that tastes like Irish coffee. <laughs> is... What is this called again? Sheridan's Sheridan Stout. Stout. I have to commit it to memory. I that's will say it three more times. Good stuff. Before we finish the episode. Mm. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah. This is good. I like yes. this. this. It's is... got a little bit of sweetness, which when you think Irish coffee, like you do think that mix. It's a little yeah, bit sweet. Yeah. That's true. So this has that coffee taste. It's got that coffee bitter, but it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. It's I was afraid like... it was going to be more like cold brew coffee, oh, like yeah, really yeah. strong, really mm-hmm. bitter mm-hmm. coffee flavor. Because it's so dark. Yeah, it's um, super dark. I, but it definitely has that a little bit of it's sweetness. It's got a little sweetness that cuts that bitter. Definitely. Like just the right amount that this, I, this, is, uh, this is really good. This is very good. <laughs> it is very good, you guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that about many stouts. Especially not a coffee stout. Sometimes they're, a lot, they're too bitter, actually. Yeah. Like, this one has just the right balance of sweetness and that coffee bitterness that it's easy to drink like this isn't Absolutely. one that like i'm like well you know that bitter feeling like your, in the back of your teeth yeah like, your teeth ache this a little doesn't bit from it? have that this no. has a perfect balance between those flavors that yes. it's just it really is a very solidly made coffee stout i'm a I'm a bit, I've never had this, but I'm a very big fan. So yeah. So tell me about Evil Twin. All right. So all right, Evil Twin. Um, they opened their New York base in 2019 in Queens. Okay. So, but they really started back in 2010. Oh. In Denmark. Oh. So they're what you would call a gypsy brewing company. Is how they started. They didn't have a home. Okay. That's why they collab with so many people still is that they just collaborated or contract brewed or brewed with other brewers. Okay. So they, it wasn't even home brewing. They literally brewed at other places. They were like couch surfing, yeah, but with but brewing. Brew, they're gypsy brewers. Okay. So that's where okay. they started in Denmark. So really 2010. Um, so Yepe, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm not going to screw it up. So I'm just not going to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> he was a former school teacher in Copenhagen. Um, 
cool thing. He was a school teacher for eight years and he taught what he described as kids with difficulties, which here I would assume based off of the things he had talked about is kids with special needs. He only had six to eight kids in his classroom. He taught everything. He did that for eight or so years in Copenhagen. Um, And then, you know, he was interested in not just beer, but alcohol. And he opened a bottle shop in a distributing company out of Copenhagen, out of Denmark. Um, His bottle shop is called Olbutuken. I'm sure that's wrong. But in English, it means the beer shop. (laughs) Would you like to go to the beer shop? Which one? The The beer beer shop. shop. Very good. (laughs) He opened that in 2005 before he even started brewing on his own. Okay. Um, And it's a very well-known bottle shop. So um, it was even rated by... um, uh, by Rate Beer multiple times as the number one bottle shop in the world. Oh. Like, not just Denmark, the world. What? Yeah. So, like, this is a very well-known <laughs> bottle shop, and he started that. He started a distribution company that imported and exported beer from the U.S. and all across Europe. Like, he started, before he even got into brewing, brewing beer, he started all of the like backend stuff. Wow. And Denmark does not have the same laws as the US. So you can own all three tiers. He owned a restaurant bar at one point. He owned a bottle shop. He owned a distribution company. And then he started brewing. Wow. So you could pretty much do what you want there. That's like, uh, that sounds pretty good. Very different than here. One of his first beers that he ever made while there, he called Cat Piss IPA. Because why not? So, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have a very appealing name. People thought it was funny and it attracted attention. So, okay, sure. you know, one of the early interviews that he had said one of the criteria for Evil Twin was it had to have a weird name if it I, was his beer. I do love the weird <laughs> names in beers. That is always something that gets me. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, anyways. Um, so, he still continues to do collaborations, as we will see. Um, they actually moved. He has two. I'm not sure how many kids now, but he had two at the time when he moved to New York um, in 2012. So he moved his family to New York. Okay. Uh, and then officially he kept brewing, but officially opened his first brick and mortar brewery and tap room in 2019. Um, they have another satellite tap room that's in Brooklyn, um, but they brew nice. either with whoever they're collaborating with or out of their Queens um facility okay so but yeah so that is very interesting right yeah so he started brewing because in denmark carlsberg is like the only beer that he could get so it was like not in the late 90s early 2000s very few other beers were available so he started trying to import other beers because he's like I need something different. And he was like, Carlsberg is boring. So I need yes, something I different. Say, I could agree with so that. So I thing. think that's what spurred the like, let's bring some new stuff in. Let's make some stuff of our own. Let's try and, and get this kind of new, exciting flavors and, and whatnot going. So um, they make all kinds of different beers. So we're drinking stouts tonight, but they also specialize for a long time in smoothie style sours. They do oak aged lagers hazies hoppies barrel aged stouts they're all over the place so they can and do make all different types of beers um so other interesting thing about yepe um he also i said he owned the he started a distribution company started a well-renowned bottle shop he also co-authored a book called food and beer with oh. a michelin star chef <laughs> okay so he's Literally an entrepreneur of all sorts. I love it. I love this guy. The evil twin, his identical twin brother, is Mikkel, who started McKellar. (laughs) 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 Sorry. So that's where the evil twin part came from. I love it even more now. I did not know that at all. I didn't know that until I started looking him up. But so identical twin brothers started brewing, opened their own breweries um mckeller's been all over the news in the last few years for a variety of complaints against them in the u.s Uh um they don't speak so the brothers 
don't get along and haven't for a number of years. Wow. Possibly what drove Yeppe to move to the U.S. and start his own brewery here, because obviously McKellar is is in Europe. Yeah. So they put lots of distance between the two, and I'm not sure if that's what spawned the evil twin name, but it definitely bears some sort of relation to the fact that what a crazy story yeah so is this the first time we've talked about brewers that are twins and i realize that they're not in the same brewery but they are twins that both that own and they both own breweries like mckellar's still big in europe yeah they closed their san diego facility after all of the harassment complaints in 2021 2022 Uh Mm -hmm. but they're still out there you can still get their beer and he's they're still brewing Sure. So two identical twin brothers in well, two different breweries <laughs> that started their own. Yeah. What a crazy right? story. Anyways, I, I it. thought it was super interesting when I started looking into the history of it. And then I was like, oh, why is this evil twin? Like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's because he's literally a twin. And I'm like, who's his twin? Oh, that's a huge brewery that most people have heard of. Yeah, like, right? yeah. So, awesome. Anyways, cool, cool origin story. I think cool history of of this. And if there any of their other beers or anything like this one, I am all for trying whatever yeah, comes across my way. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Evil Twin. That's what I got for you. <laughs> evil Twin. That was. You were right when you said it was interesting. That was. That was intriguing. Right. I learned some cool stuff. I'm yeah. I thought so. Thought that was, was cool. great. Thank you for sharing all of that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> let's talk about bullying again. We've talked about bullying in the past, but a couple of years, at least a year or so has gone by. Yeah. It wasn't that recently. And mm-hmm. we're ready to kind of revisit this topic. Our kids are getting a little bit older. Yep. I have a middle schooler, so I think that makes a mm-hmm. huge difference mm-hmm. on this subject because I think... As kids get older, they just get a little bit more physical. Oh, maybe girls get more manipulative. So yes, yeah. I know you're going to relate some <laughs> stories here. I know you're gunning for this topic. This was a Lauren suggestion. This was a suggestion. I kind of initially was like, no, I don't want to do that, and she was like, okay, and she like told me this story, and I was like, yeah, we have to talk about this. And so we decided to revisit, we're, we're, and we're, we're going to take yeah, a bit of a different <laughs> angle. Um, I won't say we're going to go so far as to talk about the impact of like social media and things like that, but we'll touch on that a little. But mm-hmm. being that our kids are still a bit young, I'm sure social media is going to be a topic for the future. Yes, yes. So we'll yeah. get there. We'll just touch a we're little bit on a little bit. Touch Not on much. the technology side of this. Um, I know that I always seem to kind of bring up what my upbringing, my, li- mm-hmm. my life was like as a child uh, or a young person. I've talked about that before when we talked about mm-hmm. bullying. Um, my story is really just that I just had this one girl, basically. Mm-hmm. This one girl in junior high and in high school that was not nice to me. I wouldn't say that she bullied me regularly sure but on occasion she would draw her attention toward me and would focus on being very mean i almost feel like my daughter has a a, who i would have called a friend but i am no longer calling a friend of hers that has definitely picked on her specifically and i'll go into some details of that but it, it is interesting i think that my daughter is very sweet and she tries to be kind to everyone. And sure. in some cases that's biting her in the butt because she tries, she tries to see the good in everyone. Yeah. And we had a talk today actually that maybe, but after the end of the school year, we take a break from some of her school friends. Yeah. And next year she has, they are combining schools next year into grade level centers. She will yeah. have a whole nother school of fourth graders that she will never have met before that will be sure. coming into her school. I said, maybe we look for some different friends. Or next more year. even if you want to gently no, encourage she her. She was to move fine on. with it. Like That's she was uh, totally like, you know what? There's so much drama in my class. Every day, some girls are fighting about something. There were two girls fighting and crying today. Ugh. Like She's like, my teacher has to deal with that. The rest of us have to deal with that. And I was like, okay, 
Maybe we like pick one friend that we Kinda see over the summer. With. Yeah, sure. Or you play with the neighbor girls or my friend's daughter or yeah, you guys. Sure. They don't yeah, have to yeah. be girls. Like we can socialize with kids your yeah, age yeah. Definitely. that are not this group of girls that have become increasingly more toxic yeah. as time has gone on. And she was like, that sounds good. That I was is, like, all right. You know, glad I, you're on the yeah. same page as me. When I was growing up, my dad always used to say that when you're young, your friends are based on geography. It's mm. the people that you are close to. Even though these girls don't live in your neighborhood, right. they They're go to the same town, school as you school, because yep. they do geographically yes. live near you. Mm-hmm. Um and so she's friends with them because they're available they're locally. In class. They're in yes. They take her bus. Yes. They, yes. And mm-hmm. so he used to say, when you're, when you're at a point in your life where your friends are based on geography, you don't have a lot of options. Yeah. And then someday you get to be friends with whoever you, you want to be friends, with. To be yeah. friends with. And you'll feel a lot better about mm. those people. And That's what I point. realized, yeah. yeah uh, and the funny thing is, though, when I was young, there were times where I, I kind of blew off that input. Sure. Well, we all blew off you know, our parents' And I would be like, somewhat. no, no, yeah. she's my best friend. Right. And, and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm really good friends with right. her. And he would just be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I can only give it's advice. okay like, if you're not friends your entire life yes. with these people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really take that to heart very often and mm-hmm. i think that as a result there were periods where instead of being like you know what i'm just gonna blow this girl off and ignore her mm-hmm. and go hang out with somebody who doesn't want to be around her either yep yeah and my life will probably be better yep and i think there were just i think that i just fought really hard to try um, and keep that well and as a kid you have certain connections early on that like you want to work and you don't really understand yeah. that they're not good for you. Yeah. You just don't have that context as a nine yeah. year old. Like you have no idea, you know, I will say I'm very proud of my daughter for being like, yeah, no, I don't need to talk to this per- one particular girl. Like, yeah, I'm good. Not being her friend anymore. And That's I was like, good. Which is great because she's not the primary bully but she's definitely one of them and like today my daughter came home and was like yeah so and so we'll call her amanda that's not her name amanda would told me today that i'm not invited to her sleepover because she's already invited four other girls and i wasn't on the list and i was like but she's like but maybe we can have a play date another time and my daughter goes yeah i don't think i want to have a play date. <laughs> like i'm like that's awesome. the right reaction. That is the right answer. Like, if I can't be invited to your party, like, first of all, why are you telling me other than to make me feel bad? I know, right? That's really Second a big part of all, of it there. I don't want a consolation prize. And she didn't use those words, but she's like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't need to see you at all this yeah. summer. Like, or we could just yeah, not hang out Yeah, or we could just not all. do that. So I was like, are you cool just not hanging out with her this summer? And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. And I was like awesome great i am proud of you for recognizing that she is not a good friend like we just have to get through one and a half more days of school and then right? you're done thank like, goodness that's it and yeah. then you don't have to talk to her all summer and you know what if you see her again next year you can be nice but yeah. you don't have to spend time with yeah. her you, you know, just have to be in class yeah you know as much as like the joke is that teachers want the school year to end and parents don't no, not yeah, really. I find a lot of relief in the end of the school year. I mean, I get it. I got to shuffle my yeah. schedule and I got to find ways to occupy yeah, my hassle, kids. But and yeah, I know. And you know, we can always bring up that well, school's not you're supposed to be your babysitter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really hear that argument at no. all. Yeah. Because if it's not supposed to be my babysitter, then why am I legally required to go? <laughs> true, true. So yeah. let's not let's not be pointing a bunch of fingers about the purpose yeah. of education or no, anything. No, no, no. However, yeah. when the school year comes to a close, there is definitely a feeling of relief. There is, yeah. And I think part of a big part of that is the social environment and how it has worn on our children mm-hmm. as the year has gone on. Um, my youngest has had a bout of um, kind of staying home from school sick yeah. in the last few months. 
And I will say that while I accused him of being the boy who cried wolf a couple of times, mm. there's been some legit sicknesses, and I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> like, there were days where I was like, no, you're going yeah. to school. And he would go, and he'd come home at the end of the day and just be Yeah, he exhausted clearly wasn't feeling good. I get and it. not yeah. feeling well. But I also get the, like... Like, my son stayed home from school one day, and I let him. And he was like, I don't feel good. My throat hurts, blah, blah, And that kid could totally have gone to school. Like, he yeah. wanted a day off, which I get now and again. Like, fine. Mental health But I totally whatever. understand. Yes. But, like, he's like, I don't feel good, blah, blah. And I'm like, and by, like, noon, I was like, you feel fine. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you feel fine. Yeah. So I get the sending them to school. You know, because you just never know. And sometimes first thing when you wake up, you're feeling a little blah. And then well, you, like, get moving. I mean, you know, and, we yeah. all have that feeling, yeah. right? I if mean, I you wake up. in the morning when my alarm goes off, I don't want to get up either. No. <laughs> Do I want to go? No. The desire no. is not there. Definitely not. Would I rather stay in bed? Yes. Uh, pretty always. much always. Yeah, pretty always. much 100% yes. of the time. I, I would rather so stay in I bed. I get that. But, no, you're, you're right. Your son has actually had legit issue illnesses as of yeah. late. Yes. So I will say that while I, I thought for a period maybe he was just trying to get out of going to school on occasion, I do think he was sick a handful of times. Um, he complains about having tummy aches once in a mm, while, mm-hmm. and, and we have learned that sometimes those come from feeling anxious, mm-hmm. where he'll go to the office at school and say that his tummy hurts, and we'll kind of talk to the nurse, and the nurse and I will kind of agree that maybe he's not sick. He's, he's just, just feeling uh, ill at ease. Which is fair. That's not uncommon for kids, our kids' no, age no. either. No, so no. Certainly I not. And uh, But I do think that some of that maybe also might come from some classmates that mm. he was not getting along with great. Oh, yeah. I did go in and visit with his teacher uh, a few months ago mm-hmm. because he came home and said he didn't have any friends. Uh, and I went in to talk to him and he was, the, my son came with mm-hmm. for the conversation and basically just said that there were a couple of girls in the class, mm-hmm. girls. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Always the drama. Yeah. <laughs> that were kind of advocating for his friends to not be friends with oh, him. Oh, yeah. And they were just they were just trying to like take those people away and yeah. my son doesn't have 15 friends yeah. he has like two that yeah. he really talks about and connects with at school sure. and so that was very difficult for him mm-hmm. to have those two be attempted to be sure. pulled away yeah. from him even if they were unwilling right but the fact that somebody was trying is yes. also some you know anxiety inducing i would imagine yes yeah. i also think that my my son found out a few months ago that he was going to be going to a different school for an accelerated program mm-hmm. and i think that um i think that created a little bit of a rift between him and some of his classmates mm. these these kids that were already kind of on him um, because there was maybe a little bit of jealousy. Jealousy. I also think it's possible that he bragged about it a bit. Hmm. Uh, You know, he's nine. Yeah. It's hard. Even when I had that conversation with him, I was sort of like, you know, are you talking a lot about going to the challenge program? And he's like, well, I'm really excited. And I was like, yeah, I know. But if you're like, oh, well, it's because I'm so smart. I'm doing this thing. You're going to make other kids feel bad or jealous. And he was like, but it's true. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, um, yes, yeah. But like, when you when you say that to another person, it makes them feel bad. Yes. And he's just like, when I tell people that I'm smart, and I'm like, kind of. If you rub it in that you're smarter <laughs> than them, people don't take yeah, kindly they look, to that. Yeah, they look Which, at it as though you're superior because yeah. you're smarter than them. Yeah. Not as, not just saying you're, you're smart. smart. Yes. And he was he kind of got it, but yeah. he also was sort of like I think a little more focused on like I'm just excited about this. Yeah, which I I get, I understand that, but yeah, it's it's a it's a fine line to be proud of yourself 
versus to being, you know, you have to be humble about it too. And that's a hard yeah. thing to, to teach a kid until they get used to it. So yes, yeah. he's much, that has not been an issue for a couple yeah. months now. That mm-hmm. was kind of early on in this whole sure. situation. Um, so it's yeah. been much better. Mm-hmm. And even the interactions with these classmates have been a lot better. That's good. But there was a period where I think that was a factor. Yeah. I, um, my son, my, the the twins, my oldest doesn't, it's really hard to d- even determine if he has friends, like he has classmates, but he doesn't interact. So, um, you know, there are people that he, you know, does interact with that I've seen at various activities and things like that. So he, he's fine. But the twins are vastly different. My boy twin is... From what I've gathered, one of the more popular kids. Okay. So my husband did a chaperoned their field trip like last week. And he even said, he's like, all the pretty girls go up and talk to him. Everybody talks to him. Like everybody Mm -hmm. wants like, you know, to interact with him. He's very, he just has a, he's more charismatic. He talks to everybody you know, he plays a sport. He's good at it. He's like... Oh, he's a little Brandon. Yeah. He's like... So like <laughs> on he... the, Definitely on the charisma. One thing yes. about Brandon, I will say, oh, is that talk to anybody. you like, will enjoy a conversation yes. with Brandon like nobody else... He is engaging, he is, man. Incredibly. With, any, yeah. with everybody. Like, so, And it could and be that, about anything, And it goes too. a very long way. Yes. I believe. I've yeah. met... I had a friend whose husband was very similar in that mm-hmm. way, very charismatic mm-hmm. and like super interesting. And she like told me this story before I had met him sure. because I was friends with her from like the sorority. So sure. I want I was yeah. about to say college, but then I was like, no, because you don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was from the sorority and I had met her a couple of times over the years mm-hmm. in random events sure. and stuff like that. But um, I'd never met her husband. Mm-hmm. And then at one point we realized she lived in Downers Grove and I oh, live in Bolingbrook and they're yeah. 15 minutes away. And we started hanging out once in a while. One of the times we hung out, I ended up just going back to her house. They have yeah. like a bar in the basement oh, nice. and they have mm-hmm. beer on tap and we were just going to sit and have a beer and hang out a bit longer. Yeah. And we're like on our way and she's like, I need to tell you that when people meet my husband, they they come to like like him more than they like me (laughs) and i was like what that's silly like don't you know and she may not have said those exact words but it seems like like, they get really like they really enjoy talking to him and then i met him (laughs) and he was so much fun so there you go and i was like he is really fun to talk to and it didn't i'm it doesn't take away from the time i've enjoyed with my friend right but I can see why she would be conscious of it. Not sure. self-conscious but of it, just, but conscious of yeah. it. And almost be willing and interested in pointing it out to people. Yeah. Because he just has this air about that, him. Yeah, I totally get that. But yeah, so my my twin boy definitely seems like he has those characteristics. Yeah. You're right, from my husband. But he is. <laughs> he talks to everybody. He's charismatic. He's also kind to everyone. He invited yeah. one of the boys to his birthday party that... He is not friends with, but yeah. this boy really wants to be friends with my son. Oh. Like whenever he sees him, he like runs up to him and like, he's, you know, he's a lot, the other kid, but I could see my son being like, I'm, I'm going to be nice. We kind of had person. one of those with my like, older son. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Very a lot. And yeah. he was always invited to yeah. the birthday mm-hmm. gatherings and he's a nice kid he was sure just, he's just not somebody that my son would necessarily like hang out with one-on-one well and my son would yeah. say the same thing like i'd be like do you want to invite so-and-so and he yeah. would be like i guess so yeah and then he wasn't yeah. saying no and it right. didn't come off as like a if i must right but it was like a okay, we're not gonna like hang out the two of us on no, like the weekends we never did but that, no. so he he seems to have quite a few friends and you know that kind of thing um my daughter I always ask them, like, how was school? How was recess? Who did you sit with at lunch? You know, blah, blah, blah. And my son's, like, all over the board. He sits with everybody. He has a table full of kids. My daughter has two friends that she eats lunch with every day, and that's it. Right. Like, which is fine. She has friends. She talks to them. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, I have no issues. Now, one of them is not allowed to have playdates. <laughs> I don't know if that's her culture. She left for Palestine like a week ago. She spends the entire summer there. Okay. She doesn't go to birthday parties. She doesn't 
she just doesn't socialize. So she only talks to her at school. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. So okay. the other one I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. of. We don't have her phone number, but she talks to these two girls every day. Cool. And then I, sh- it was her birthday party. So I'm like, who do you want to invite? So for her mm-hmm. birthday, we invited all of the girls in her class because you're supposed to either invite all the girls or everyone. You're not right. supposed to yeah. hand out individual invitations. We got responses from three people. That's it. Okay. One of the girls, my daughter said, yeah, she just shoved the the invitation in her desk and I saw that she never took it home. Like, yeah, didn't even bother. Like, and I'm like, okay, do you care? Like, did you want her to come? And she was like, no. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't want her to be upset about someone hurting her feelings, yeah, which is yeah. going to happen anyways. And so she still, she had, you know, 12 people at her party, which is fine. She had a handful. She had five girls sleep over. Okay. Um, so two of them are best friends one day and mortal enemies the next. Oof. So this was one of the days that they were not getting along. And I didn't know that that was the day. So one of them literally would run into with her shoulder, the other girl, turn around like she was in the movie Mean Girls and be like, sorry, I didn't see you there. Whoa. And I was like, dude, you're nine. Like, clearly you saw her and that was on purpose. Like, I went to the point that I texted this girl's mom and was like, they've been fighting the whole time. Like, they've made it awkward. The group had to split up into two groups because... They wouldn't talk and hang out with each other. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. But then that wasn't even the bullying, though. <laughs> like the one girl who sh- she's she literally took a picture of another girl, not at our party, but like in school and made a meme out of it. They're what? nine. Mind what? you, nine took a picture of another girl made a, you know, decorated it, whatever. And she was calling this girl ugly. Like, she also has Snapchat. She has WhatsApp. She's nine. Like, she can share this with anybody that's out there to see it. Like, I didn't realize that this started at nine. Like, I recognize cyberbullying is a thing. Right. But, like, my God. Like, why? And then I witnessed her literally be like, that girl's fat. Like... And then my daughter comes home and tells me the next day that one of the girls that was at her party was calling another kid ugly. Like, well, you're ugly and your sister's ugly. And like, like, why? Why is this a thing already? Like, I don't understand. And then I guess today they were arguing about, well, my life is harder than your life. Well, no, my life is harder than your life. Like, I'm sick all the time. My dad left me, blah, blah. Like, why? Why is this? A th- why? Why are you having these conversations and trying to brag yeah, about how hard your life is? I don't want to jump to conclusions, <laughs> but I'm getting a lot of, like, the parents are definitely exhibiting the same behavior type stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're a nine-year-old girl... And you're calling another nine-year-old girl fat and ugly. Yeah. It is because you have heard someone yes. who matters to you Say use that. those mm-hmm. words to describe another 100%. human being. Yes. Like, you don't just come up with that. No, not at nine. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you know, just... I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that's always like well your parents are not good but it you know when you have i used to say if you're a jerk your your kids are are gonna be yeah your parents are probably jerks and vice versa oh yeah like and i've had not fall far from i've had people tell (laughs) stories about interactions with kids whether it was their kids or someone else's kids or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're like oh this was so funny this is what he said and I'm like, that's not, that's funny. not funny. Yeah. And he thinks it's funny because you think it's funny and it's not funny. Right. And he's going to repeat and now that. And tr- yeah. He thinks that's fine. Yep. Yeah. And that's bad. Yeah. But there's this entire group of girls Ugh. that. And so that's why me and my daughter today had a talk with, let's take a break from the school kids for yeah. the summer. This Definitely. group of people, there's a ha- there's like two that I'm like, cool. Like you can hang out with them. If. They text us. But frankly, I'm not even going to try. Like, I'm not going to reach out unless there's a reason to. But for the majority, I'm cool if we don't talk to them again. Like, I'd rather her make new friends next year. And she seemed totally on board with that because she's pointed out to me, like, so-and-so is mean to this other kid. Like, this person was mean to to me. She's like, 
this this little girl has been mean to me since my party and i'm like okay well fine whatever um jeez yeah so we're dealing with this at at nine and i think it's a perfect time for summer break right to get away from that and to spend time with family and friends i was like we'll do more family time we'll do some you know mom daughter time we'll hang out with other kids we don't see your kids that much during the school year because everybody's busy yeah that doesn't mean you can't come over and swim when you're home like yeah sure we can see at least my friends a lot of my friends have kids too so we don't have to only hang out with school kids right like that's not something that has to happen. Like right. we can all, we can do things and see kids. And she's going to a camp through her, um, her theater, her musical thing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. most of those kids don't go to school with them. Right. So I'm like, let's take a break because I feel like there's too many little girls that are honestly either starting to be bullies, are bullies, or are going to be bullies. Yeah. That right. I just can't. I don't want her to latch on to those kids right. either because that's not going to be positive on the opposite side. Like my son generally at school doesn't have a problem with anyone um, on his lacrosse team. There's a kid that I think is a bully. Oh. So we were at a tournament in Michigan and on the, on the field and on the sidelines, this one kid who is not the best player on the team by any means <laughs> was saying to my son and another kid that they sucked that they needed to be better and they're the reason that they were losing. Oh like, my goodness. Which is not the case at all. But like, but his dad is an a-hole. Like, yeah. So I said, it, me and my husband were talking and we're like, you're, we're not surprised. Like, we're not surprised that this is yeah. what this kid is saying. He also swears constantly. Like, oh doesn't matter who's around. And my kids know that like, they'll look at me and, be, and roll their eyes like he shouldn't be doing that. And I'm yeah. like, Okay, you know better, but he clearly thinks it's okay. Yeah. But like, this we, kid's just a jerk. Yeah. I mean, we had a similar experience with my youngest in soccer last season. Mm-hmm. He had a kid on his team that felt like he was the best player on mm-hmm. the team. And so he would yeah. coach his teammates. Mm. And most of his coaching was just like, just mm. give the ball to me. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and, or he would criticize their play if they made yeah. mistakes. And, I, and at yeah. one point, I hate to say it, but I'm a little bit of one of those parents that's like on the sideline that's always like shouting something. Oh, I'm constantly yelling. That's and to- yeah, I, I was am. I literally yelled, "He's not the coach. You don't have to listen to him." <laughs> that's <laughs> to my fair. son. Yeah, I was like, "Hey," and I got his attention. He is not your coach. You do not have to listen to yeah. him. And then I just looked at the other kid. <laughs> yeah. I wrote in the, uh, there's a family group chat. I said, all the kids played really hard today. It was great to see them. However, telling other kids on your team that they suck is not a good way to build camaraderie. And I sent that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, you need to know that, like, parents also need to know, like, that there's kids out there that, are, that have bad sportsmanship. They're nine years old. If anything, they should be building each other up. Yeah. They also aren't great players. Like, we've got, like, Oh, really good player on the team. Everybody else is just okay. Like, yeah. They're not amazing. They're fine. In our division, we're, we've lost one game, but that's because we probably could have moved up a division. Like, we're, we're borderline. Yeah. But they're not amazing by any means. And yeah. this kid that was saying stuff is not amazing. Like, Ugh. he's not even the best player on the team. He's not even close. Like, oh, he's man. middle of the road. He's good, but he's not better than most other players yeah he's just a jerk like right. and he's generally a jerk so it's not again surprising but i'm like if you're on a team like you need to have sportsmanship like this is something that you need to learn whether it's yeah. from your parents from your coaches from somebody that instead of putting each other down you try and build each other up that's how you make a better team yeah and like he did not get that memo his father did not get the memo his father got kicked out of that game that he was saying that because he was yelling at the refs for something oh my and gosh. he had to leave the field so again apple doesn't fall far from the tree Jeez. and so i'm trying to like deter my kids from continuing to have relationships with these other kids but then also my kids have cell phones now so that means that they exchange phone numbers with whoever they want at school. Yeah. So, like, I still monitor their phones. I look at them 
all the time. Like, yeah. they can't download anything without me approving it. Yeah. But they can text, you know? Like, they can text until 9 p.m. because then their phone turns off. So, right. <laughs> but, like, so my son has this kid's phone number because there's like four kids on the team that even have cell phones. Yeah. And he's one of them. So there's a group chat with the four kids that have cell phones Ugh. and he's on there. And I'm like, I'm going to watch the stupid group chat just in case. Like, and then my daughter has these other two girls phone numbers because oh. they of course have phones. Of course. And the one keeps sending my daughter links to download WhatsApp and Snapchat. And I was like, no, that is not allowed. First of all, you can't because you need my approval because the phone won't let you. Second of all, you don't get that till you're like 18 and paying your own cell phone plan. I'm sorry, I, but yeah. no. I don't even have Snapchat. Like, you are not getting no, it. No, no, And when you get it, apparently I will need to. But, like, that's not happening. You're not doing that. You are nine. And yeah. even my other friends who have kids who are older than my kids are like, no. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. So the fact that some parents already allow their children to do whatever they want, yeah. like, and those are the ones that are already bullies. Yeah. I don't want my kids to have anything to do with them, yeah. frankly. I I think that's a really good attitude, and I think that that's, like, a piece of advice I wish I would have followed growing up, is yeah. that not just distancing yourself from these people. Yeah. Not every friendship even at is a young age. saving. Yeah. Like, which I think... I, de- I didn't always have that opinion. Like, there were definitely times when I thought, I'm going to try and I'm tr- going to try to keep this friendship. Right. But the older I get, the more I realize, and I'm trying to instill that in my children, that not every friendship is worth saving. Not every friendship well, is a real friendship. Yeah. You shouldn't like, have to fight for it. Yes. You don't have to fight this hard. It should just That's be not how natural. It's supposed to be. And you should enjoy each other's company. It should feel good. Yes. Like, I get. You know, sometimes you do go above and beyond for your friends. Sure. But because you do benefit from that. Yeah. Because it makes you feel good. Right. Or you know they would do the same for yes. you. Or yes. anything like that. Yeah. Like, when you extend that to somebody and mm-hmm. they just throw you away. Yeah. Then it's not, then you know it's not You have to it. take that yeah. seriously. Agreed. So yeah. I'm a little in the, like, we're throwing away all her friends this year kind of thing. <laughs> So I'm very hopeful that next year her class is different people or yeah. new people or yeah. she really starts to develop some friendships with a different group of kids because right now, like, most of the ones that she has spent time with or most of the ones that slept over the other day, like, I don't really care if they don't talk yeah. again. Like, they're not yeah. positive people right. in her life. Well, so, my youngest yeah. will be going to a completely different school with completely different kids. Yeah. Um, and there should be no overlap. There was one other mm. kid in the entire school that he is at that was tested well, for the so program. Many schools, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the other kid either didn't get in mm. or his parents decided not, not to send to. him. I don't know. Yeah, my and twin, he's yeah. My twin boy is in a similar route because he is m- moving into the gifted program next year as well. We didn't even know there was a gifted program. They kind of snuck in the test. Uh-huh. Um, so like we didn't, you don't choose to test into it. They just took their scores on a variety of standardized tests and took the top 2% and said, you are qualify to go right. to this program okay and so he knows one kid from his class who he's actually friends with okay who is going and then we went to like they had a step up night because everybody's switching schools so we went to like the open house for both of the different schools that they will both be going to and when we got there he knew one of the other kids oh. that he went to like kindergarten with oh or so a classmate so, from some time yeah ago. so in the district he hasn't been in the same class with him in years but he all all 430 kids went to the same kindergarten. So they all went to the same building. So he happened to be in his class in kindergarten Ah. and then hasn't been, you know, in the last couple of years. So he's like, Oh, I know you blah, blah. blah. So I'm like, okay, well you'll know at least two kids in your class. That's pretty good. And one of them he is friends with. Yeah. I think there's a possibility that my son will run into somebody from a previous grade that he was friends with. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that went into perhaps went into the challenge program this last year or the mm. year before. Ours they doesn't start till fourth. Grade, ours so. starts in second. Oh wow! So okay. they test you in first, and mm. your first year you're eligible as second grade. Okay. So, um, my both my kids had very weird second, first and <laughs> second grade, second third for my yeah. oldest sort of. Yeah. Um, experiences with everything that's happened with the pandemic. Right. Yeah, sure. So there was some time there where we didn't actively like look into this sure. program for yeah. either of them. And the testing at the time was, it was kind of weird. It mm-hmm. wasn't unfair or wrong. It's not sure, that. It's just, it's just yeah. it was kind of uh, complicated. Sure. And um, so this is his first opportunity to go. So I do think there's a chance there may be a previous class sure, from may, somebody he yeah. may have crossed paths which would be before. great yeah. which would be great but he seems at He's peace with it either with, way yeah especially if he doesn't have a lot a lot of close friends my son is my daughter would have been fine she's actually super sad that she didn't test as well as her brother so that's a whole different sure, problem sure yeah um but my son is the one that does have a lot of friends. So he right. contemplated doing it or not doing it right. because he didn't want to leave all his friends. It's a totally different building. And then his other friend, the one that is he is friends with, his mom said, well, he's going to do it if, if your son does it. <laughs> like, that was the agreement. And she was like, if your son doesn't do it, he's not going to do it. And I was oh, like... Oh, man. So That's a lot of pressure. pressure. Per se. <laughs> like, I didn't tell my kid that, but I was like... He'll go if you go, you know, so you will have a friend. No matter what, if you choose to go, you will know at least one kid there. And then I was like, we can still hang out with other kids. We have weekends. You can have sleepovers. Like, you don't have to leave everybody else behind in that you won't ever see them again. Right. You just won't see them during school. Right. Now, my daughter probably couldn't care less about most of her classmates (laughs) because... She's not that close with them. Yeah. And even the couple of girls that she does talk to on a regular basis, she doesn't see them outside of school for whatever reason that is. Who knows? So I'm hoping, I'm just, I'm hoping she makes some new friends next year. That is my hope for fourth grade. Is that some good friends. Right. Is my hope. So we we shall see. <laughs> I hope so. T- I like, hope so too. Just hang out, do family stuff, reset emotionally, sit in the pool, like yeah, put some distance between them. So okay, we're gonna drink this imperial stout with chili peppers. Oh man, I can't pronounce this. Aun mas chili Jesus. It's even more chili Jesus. Okay. Um, well, this I'm is the gonna one. try it. Yeah. But you know, chili stout. No, 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 we'll not my try. favorite. This is thing. actually this is another collab, but is actually um, brewed in Spain. Oh. So on the can, it actually says that it's brewed somewhere in I yeah. think it's Spain. Uh, you read it to me earlier. Yeah, it's somewhere on there. Product of Spain. Yeah. Yes. So they're uh, can by Evil Twin Brewing and Cerveza. Del, Spanish words I will not say. <laughs> Somewhere in Spain, this is brewed. There's so. a lot of them. Even okay, more chili. And then it says Barcelona. <laughs> okay, well, we got the Barcelona part. So, all right, let's, let's give it a try. Kara doesn't like it. It's... <coughs> It's exactly as described, though. It's got a chili flavor to it. Um, It's a stout with chilies. Like, it tastes like stout up front, chili on the end, and the aftertaste is all chili. I mean, yes. The only the only thing I would maybe say differently is that I would I wish it says it's got a fudge like body. I wish it was a little. Fudgier, mm, okay. like if it had a little more of like a really like sweet a, chocolate, then it would cut the chili. I would really, I would yeah. really like it. It's just for me, too much. The chili. chili is is too overwhelming, and I don't like beers with chili or peppers in it's them. It's a little peppery because of the chili. I think the chili is a bit overwhelming, um, more so than than if it did have a little more chocolatey flavor yeah. to it. Um, we, it's definitely uh, interesting. Yes. 
you and I have a special place in our hearts for barrel aged Desmodius from Metal Monkey. Yes, yes, yes. And they came out with like a they chili. They did a chili, yeah. Uh, variant one year, and I thought it was just fantastic. Mm, interesting. I really but liked it. But that must it. have been a good balance of. Yes, it just yeah, it the was flavors. an example for me of a beer that is like this one, mm-hmm. but just really put flavors together very yeah. well. The more I drink this, the more chili I get. Oh, well, I only so have I would one recommend sip. stopping. I will not um, have more. But I definitely... Do you think it has like a reddish tint to it? Mm. I just... Here, you can swish mine around. I have less in there, maybe. Maybe. Just like look at the side of my glass a little. It does. When it sticks to it, it looks a little... I mean, this is a dark. It's this is also opaque. We've got two opaque dark beers here. Black beer. No, it that, does have a red tint to it. But it looks it, reddish. It really does. Yeah. I found that very interesting on the pour, um, and then immediately got scared. Of course, <laughs> which was valid in my opinion. That's fair. I continue. <laughs> I continue sipping this. I really do All think right. that I'll try one you more don't sip. have to. I'm just saying. No one. As more. I as I sip more. Honestly, the chili stays with me more. Like I'm getting, I'm getting more and more of that flavor that kind of sticks to my palate. Hmm. Now, what I'll say is, having been a person that was trained by the Brandon Voigt to <laughs> drink whiskey, uh, and listening chew to him it. talk about the Kentucky Chew, mm-hmm. um, I will say my second sip was a little more favorable because I had a little more of an expectation, if mm-hmm. nothing else. Your taste but also startled as I much. I got coated a mm-hmm. little bit with this and still had some of the aftertaste going on. So then when I took my next drink, it wasn't nearly as shocking. Yeah, I could totally see and that. And that, that yeah. so it was, it was easier on me. Yes. I, <laughs> so you're not, still not good for you. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but it I, was easier. Yeah, I will say that the more <laughs> I drink it, the more that that chili flavor stays with me. For I feel sure. that, that now. Like now a few seconds has gone by. Yeah. Which and is, like even on the aftertaste mm-hmm. right away, even when I was already talking about uh, how it was a little less intense, yeah. it did stick with mm-hmm. me more. Though. Oh, yeah. this I've, I've yeah. had quite a few sips of this. And I can still taste chili in my mouth. Like yeah. it's it's definitely yeah. sticking with this me. This is gonna be something that will linger. Yeah. <laughs> if you like chili, though, like it's a. I, I do think for me, it could use some more sweetness to cut that chili flavor. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going for the like fudgy chili combo, this is far more chili than it is fudgy. Yeah. I I per, that's a personal preference though. If you like chili, you may have a different opinion of this but that chili flavor definitely sticks with you it's not something that's going to just dissipate until the next but i guess that makes sense too because you do want you don't want your shock your taste buds to continue being shocked every yeah every sip that you take so i I get it but um yeah i mean chili not so super my thing but that first (laughs) beer was fantastic and i would definitely be open to whenever i'm seeing an evil twin give it a shot you know depending on what it is but they they've definitely got some great beers they've got a really cool story and i'm a big fan of this irish coffee stout so we're gonna absolutely go back and take a sip of that to offset my chili yeah maybe just another sip of the other one (laughs) just to kind of like erase the memory that that (laughs) sounds fine so all right great bye guys bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.